second. Damn. Yeah. Okay. I hope that picked okay. that up. I probably did. Here, it'll pick this up. Woo! Well, fuck. Yeah, I'll put that in the intro. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Brutal, the MMA podcast. Well, we just got done with UFC Vegas 76, Strickland versus Magomedov. Like 20 uh, minutes ago, I think. Tw- about 20 minutes ago. This is the second time recording this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Really good fight night. Something was in the fucking water. There something was in the fucking water the whole going night. On. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, a lot of underdogs won, uh, including Elvis Brenner, who will go over. Uh, Strickland got a W in there. He was he was actually the favorite, but it felt like people God. were doubting him going that into that amazing. fight. That was amazing. We'll, we'll get into Strickland. it. We'll get into, we'll get into it. it. Yeah. Um, started off tonight with Alexander Romanov and Blagoy Ivanov. <laughs> Sleeper fight. That fight was so boring. It was two mm-hmm. fat guys. I mean, okay, the last round actually started picking up a little bit, and they started throwing pretty heavy and landing. But the first two rounds were so mundane and boring. Um, I mean, Alexander Romanov came to the UFC and had a five-fight winning streak against complete dog shit cans in the UFC. Mm-hmm. And then that's how he got to start. So everyone was like, he's really amazing. He's 5-0, and all, all finishes. And then he fought someone with a little bit of talent who was old and not that good, and he fucked him up. So... Hmm. I think he's honestly just a can punisher. Um, the guy he fought was like 42. I think Blackway's like 42 or something. And he's washed up. He's on a four-fight losing streak. So Damn. And he's ranked. I don't know why they're ranked. <laughs> the, the the bottom of the heavyweight division definitely needs some chiseling up because it's really lackluster and really disappointing. Um, but after that, we had a chick fight between Luana, Carolina, and someone I don't care about because they were undefeated and now they're not. And they no. lost. That's the end of that fight. <laughs> then we had Guram Kutaladze and Elves Brenner. You watch this fight with me. Uh, Charles Oliveira's student came into the fight as a plus 500 underdog. He fought like a dog. He shouldn't have been that much of an underdog because, I mean, his first fight, he fought someone that wasn't that high of a caliber of fighter, and he split decision one. So I understand why the odds were like that. And Guram Kutaladze is a dog, but... Damn. Wow. He got, he got obliterated. I, I was able to actually see that fight. I mean, first um, two rounds, you give to Guram. First two rounds mm-hmm. were Guram. But Ellis Brenner is just more durable. And he just kept fighting. Yeah. He kept a pace the whole way. I mean, his hips were good. Whenever Guram would go take him down, he wouldn't just sit there. He would move. He'd move. He'd get up. He'd throw up kicks. He was, he was constantly well. active. It tired out Guram. And he landed this weird, like, check hook to his, like, back of yeah, neck. Yeah, like, back here, back right of behind school the area. ear. And, like, yeah. The, one of the best lightweight fights I've seen in my life. It I was, mean... It was a very good one. It was it was amazing watching, you know, at the beginning, he has this nice white head of hair, and then by the end of it, his, all of it dyed completely red. Yeah. Of his I, own Elvis blood. Brenner got cut open that by was crazy. a giant lead elbow on the ground from Guram, and Elvis Brenner just took it, kept fighting. I mean, I didn't know... Um, Charles Oliveira would be in, in the corner because sometimes he does not corner his fighters. And then uh, you just see his big fucking the white as snow teeth. The horse yeah. teeth. Yes, I love Charles Oliveira's horse teeth. I was screaming in my chair, Charles Oliveira, Charles Dubronx, Charles Dubronx. <laughs> Before the fight even started. And then the fight started and they started going off on each other. Yeah. I'm so happy to see Els Brenner get like the recognition he deserved from a fight like this. And uh, I'm glad to see another fighter from Shootbox really, you know, back on the map. Because yeah. Guram should be a ranked lightweight. Uh, people th- saw him as like a top five lightweight even. Like, yeah, people I, no, put him up honestly, there. He beat Matouj Gamrot, for Christ's sake. So. I, I would, uh, yeah, it was, that was a very good fight. Very good fight. Yeah. Very happy to see that fight. After that fight, we had another chick fight, Kel Rosa and Giannis Santos. Not too much going on there. Good grappling. Uh, 
Rosa got the job done. Not too much of a surprise there. Then we had Johansson Brito. Wow. Brito got the KO in the first round. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of just dominated. Like, uh, the, the guy he was fighting took the fight on short notice, very short notice. Wasn't prepared, and Brito finished him on the ground. Um, he actually got caught in a pretty deep knee bar. The knee mm-hmm. bar was pretty deep, but Johansson pushed off with his legs and ended up uh, just ground and pounding him out. He was fully unconscious when the ref stopped it. Damn. So. Great showing for Brito. Brito uh, flipped up the camera after and called out Danny Ige. And uh, Danny Ige is a fucking savage. So, I mean, be a good fight. I'd watch it. Two yeah. explosive uh, featherweights. And uh, I'd, I'd like to see that fight. Absolutely. Fight. Um, then we had Renat, Fakradinov, and Kevin Lee. Mm. Not a good one. Mm. It was a good one. Not for Kevin Lee, who was unconscious on the canvas. You saw the guillotine choke. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, Kevin's Lee return kind of spoiled, or super fucking spoiled. I don't know if he gets another fight after that, because I mean, got caught with the right hand and uh, got caught in a very, very deep guillotine, and just he was unconscious for maybe five, six seconds, and um, we got wolves in the background yeah, here. Seriously. Uh, five, five, six seconds. He was unconscious, and uh, since he was stiff, Herb Dean didn't know it was over, and he just yeah, kind of let it kind of keep going for a little bit it while. Was, it was a little bit just... too long. I I was worried a little bit, and then that he got up quickly. He, he got, got up pretty very quickly. quickly. But yeah, he was, was held in that guillotine for a fucking long like, time. It, it was, was like it fifteen was, seconds overall, yeah. and five seconds at least unconscious. So. Yeah, no. I'm was... glad to see Kevin Lee was healthy and good after that. Um, on to the next one, I guess. I yeah. mean, hope Kevin Lee recovers and has at least one more UFC fight. I love seeing him in there. It's always an exciting fight, but I guess we'll see what happens next time. Uh, oh, no, I can't. After that fight, we had a very surprising outcome between Bruno Ferreira and I'm not going to try and say that name. Ruzbalayev. I'm just going to say his last name. Nurseltum. Ruz- it's Nurseltum. Nurseltum. Mr. Nurseltum himself. <laughs> Wow. Um, what can I say? 6-4 power. I mean, he's rangy. He caught the kick while throwing the right hand, mm-hmm. dropped him on his back, and finished him that on was the ground. A, that was a good finisher. It was a very clean, like, just, UFC debut. Duh, duh, and on then short he just notice. Kind of, yeah, went ham with it. And I think I got that right. No, you got, no, the, I got the I got the, the, the fighter, and I got the round right. I didn't get the finisher. I sadly put submission. You guys oh, your know picks last landed, week, man. You had, a, you had really good picks. I had some. Tonight. I had some good picks. I. That's why you should listen to me. <laughs> then we had uh, Ismail Bonfim mm-hmm. and Benoit, Benoit Saint Denis. That wow. caught us all off guard. All of us. Benoit Saint Denis is here to stay. God of War. Um, I was. Yeah. After watching him versus Zaleski and then get two wins after that, shortly after. I was like, he's a good fighter, but he can't hang with the the, the top the top dogs. But I don't know. Ismail Bonfim is a top dog. Mm-hmm. He steamrolled him. He beat him in every category. Was that his ripped the body first kick? loss? Uh, that was Ismail Bonfim's first loss in nine years. That's crazy. Yeah, got blasted with body kicks. Uh, he started switching up high, got the takedown, and strangled him. Yeah, it, it was, was amazing was showing for Benoit Saint Denis. Uh, very entertaining. Former. Uh, France special, special operative. Forces, yeah. I, he might be still active. I'm not exactly sure. They they kind of uh, confused me on that commentator because I believed he was former, and then they mentioned he was still in it. So mm. I, I don't know. Uh, mixed signals there. But regardless, I mean, he has the toughness to prove it. 
Um, he got caught with a few punches by Ismail, but mostly dominated. So, I mean, amazing performance. Can't, uh, he, he called out three guys in the top five of uh, lightweight. So, yeah, I mean, honestly, he, I he can't say he doesn't deserve it. But, I mean, maybe a little bit of a step first. Maybe someone top 15, but not top, like, six. Yeah. I mean, he like, was just he, – he, he just wanted a fight. He just wanted a good fight. Yeah. That was, that was all he wanted. It was so a good it wasn't like a Yeah, it wasn't like a, you know – Malice. He said know, he would knock out Matuj Gamrot, which is a pretty, you know, scary claim. So, I mean, if see, we see it happen, that'll see what be happens, very fun. Right? That'll be very that'll fun. That'll be a fun see. fight. Yeah. Um, after that, we had Ariana Lipsky and uh, Gatto. A little bit of. But at the end of the fight, Lipsky started making it a little more fun. Started landing really precise strikes. She has very good striking. Uh, Gatto stayed active, uh, won the second round, but I mean. Uh, yeah, I can't lie. I put, I put Gatto last week. I just kind of coin flipped it. It was yeah. like it was either way. Bit of a, a bit decision. of a lackluster decision. Like, Women didn't really show up to fight tonight. Yeah, can't lie. it wasn't really like not a, a Macy Barber type performance. Yeah, no, that was a good one. Last that was, that good was a good fucking fight. Gotta love Macy Barber. Um, then we had Michael Morales, Max Griffin. That was Michael Morales just outclassed him the entire fight. Very good fight. Just outclassed him. You were right. You were. He was absolutely yeah. right last week. I he, think. Young talent, amazing boxing, good kicks, explosive. Yeah. He just outclassed him in every single way. And then stamped on the win with that amazing takedown at the end. Just slammed him to the canvas. I mean, amazing performance from Michael Morales. Really happy to see him get another win. Uh, I think he put him in the top 15 next. He's 3-0 in the UFC now. Two finishes, one decision. I mean, young, healthy, strong, first Ecuadorian fighter in the UFC. Uh, give him that attention he needs. Yes, yeah, absolutely. He showed up. No, I mean, yeah, I think that I think that was the I picked it correctly, perfectly. I think it was decision. Yeah, you right. put decision, Mike Morales. Yeah, yeah. So got the correct. It was it was pretty good. Right. I put I put knockout round two. Um, there were some points where Max Griffin was rocked, but uh, didn't get yeah, it. Yeah, so. it was it was close though. It's I will close. I will give it to him. It was very close. So. Yeah. Um. After that, we had Demir Ismagulov, Grant Dawson. That was. I feel bad for Ismagulov, but. Just a lot of controlling from Grant Dawson. I mean, whenever it was on the feet, Ismagulov was winning. It was basically... It was mostly on the ground. It was like the entire fight. 12 minutes of, of body triangle by Dawson, like, yeah. holding it the whole time. His transitions are wicked. Yeah. I mean, you can't escape the body triangle. At the very end, Ismagulov finally exploded with four seconds left and got on top. And I was like, dude, so, so, yes. way so too, late. Way dude. too late. It was, it was... Like, if you're going to show that, do it at the beginning of the fight and then capitalize on it. I, yeah. I, it makes me very upset when I see a fighter burst at the very end of the fight you should burst when it matters so you can get that advantage and try and at least finish it if you know you're gonna be stuck in a body triangle for fucking 12 minutes yeah and i mean um it was just the entire time he was he had him in a body triangle and he was trying to go for the rear naked the whole time every single round whenever they got to the ground that's what he was trying to do Ismugulov i will give defense. yeah ismogulov was very much defending all of it he wasn't le- letting it happen it wasn't there was, I think, one point it got where it got close, close, but, but it, it wasn't under the chin. Yeah, it was only a few so. seconds. It wasn't under the chin. It got out immediately. So it was like, he he did well, but it was a, kind of it was still a steamroll. It yeah. was definitely a steamroll. So. And we had the main event. Oh. Sean Strickland showed up, and Abbas yes. didn't. Uh, I don't think Abbas should be a UFC fighter. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna start by saying that it's a bold take, but I think it's true. I don't know how he's a main event. Um, I mean, at first I was like, okay, just kind of disappointed Germany. I mean, he had the UFC debut of the year last year. And for good reason, he threw seven strikes, they all landed, and he knocked out his opponent. So I get that. I get that. But it was honestly an early stoppage for that fight. And secondly, I mean, his gas tank sucks. 
he completely uh, adrenaline dumped in that first round, and yeah. he walked out the second round with the worst body language I've ever seen from UFC fighter. There's no way this guy should ever be in the main event again. I it was mean, just like... John he, he Strickland... I mean, first round was all Mega Man. Oh, it, it was definitely him. Yeah. It was definitely all him. He was doing well. Um, and then there's the eye poke, so that's probably a reason that Sean Strickland didn't land more in that round. True. And then second round, Sean Strickland just dominated, dominated, yeah. put a post, and TKO'd him. I mean, very uh, surprising to Sean Strickland. I picked Abbas, but I think that was an uneducated pick from the point of view that, like... I've only seen him fight like canned mostly, honestly. I mean, and I, I mean, I just, the guy he knocked out, Stolzfus, in the UFC was not a can. He was only, I think, 38, 37, mm-hmm. so a little bit on the older side. But Stolzfus just is an amazing striker, and I've never seen him get knocked out like that. So when I saw Abbas run in there, I'm like, wow, he's improved so much. But I was wrong. He just got lucky. Yeah, I so mean, it was just Sean like. Sean Strickland proved that, and now Sean Strickland's asking for the Chinese champion, Israel Asanya. And, um, I hope it happens. I really. I do. hope it happens too, just because the press conference is going to be absolutely ridiculous. It would be so fun. There's no press conference I'd rather see than Sean Strickland and Israel Adesanya. Just talking, so yeah. And I, I mean, it was close. Like he mentioned, there was an eye poke, and the eye poke was 30 seconds in. It was immediate, and I thought it was going to be another Tafa. At first, I was like, "Oh, Strickland's got it. Strickland's He'll get tough, up. though. Yeah, even he's with a tough motherfucker. He, he'll want to fight even if he is blind." But it was like a minute and 30 seconds in, and he still wasn't getting anything. He was still blinking, couldn't see anything. And, yeah, we found out afterwards. Uh, you good? Okay, yeah. We, we found out af- afterwards that um, it, just, it just ended up being, um, I think he was seeing double the whole time. He was super blurry, you know, on his vision. He just wanted to fight anyways. And, yeah, it was the se- second round he walked out, and Abbas was just... It was, it was like, it was as if Abbas in the between round did a round himself. Because he just like walked out and within so 30 exhausted. seconds, he was just like, like he walking around walking like this. Bad, he, he was moving bad. He was moving bad. He barely throw good strikes. And when he throw, he just throw like a bomb. And yeah. it wouldn't be like anywhere accurate. It'd be sloppy. It'd be ugly. He tried throwing a kick and I was like, I saw him throw the kick in that second round. I said, it's over. Yeah. I it mean, was dictionary definition of gassed. He was just yeah. gassed. He yeah, I, Conor McGregor's got a better gas tank. Yeah, saying it was just like, so, but I, I will say, I called that fight phenomenally, perfectly. I, I called it that. every you, single. You did much better than I did. I event. second round, or sorry, yeah, second round. Underdog showed up. Like, not, like it was, it was awesome. So I was, uh, I did pretty well that round. I was, I was pretty happy about that, which we haven't done picks yet for the next week. Uh, I did my picks. I always do my picks. True, true, true. I might, I might just put in a filler in the description or something with my picks oh. after this. And that okay. way, yeah, so if you guys are wa- if you guys are, you know, watching this on YouTube, just um uh, description, I'll put my picks in there. Um I'll I'll see if I can get his as well. Just so you can see what we're what we're thinking about for next next uh Cuz since since starting week. this where we compare picks, you want to know. True? Fucking hate you. Yeah. I am. I want to know. I I'm I'm, I'm going to continually I'm add to that score by the way. So I'm not going to say anything. I'm not yeah, say anything. Gonna, we'll you see. might be right, and it's going to really make me upset. <laughs> uh, I wanted to run through the next event, uh, UFC 290. You're going to know some guys on here. You've seen them fight. I um, think, yeah, I think we, we took a look at this at some point recently. Because, you know, this is right you know, before, a few weeks before 291, which I'm excited for. Yeah, yeah. I'm very excited for that. He's but. going to see it. I don't get to. I'm going to see the Black Beast here. Louis, Kevin Holland. Oh, yeah, rub it in my face. See? I'm going to see so many good fighters. Oh, I'm so Paulo excited. Costa. Paulo Costa. Paulo Meme God Costa. The, the, the wine secret, drunk himself. With the secret Costa. 
I'm going to run through the prelims as I usually do, but very fast this one. We got Kamala Kirk and Esteban Rybovich. Uh, mostly grappling match. Esteban's pretty good on the feet, but Kamala Kirk probably finish it. Maybe I'm thinking rear naked choke first or second round. Uh, was Shannon Ross, Jesus Aguilar. Shannon Ross is really good on the feet. Mostly a kickboxer. I'm saying decision Shannon Ross. Probably pieces him up. Uh, then we have Cameron Simon. Oh, I don't know who he's fighting. I think it's his UFC debut, Terrence Mitchell. Uh, Cameron Simon is from South Africa, undefeated. He's a, uh, I think he's a feather or a fly. No, he's a bantamweight, right in the middle. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, really, really entertaining. He, uh, he trains with Driscus Duplessis, who's fighting Robert Whitaker on uh, this next card. Hmm. And that's okay. to, if whoever wins that fight is probably going to fight Israel Asanya next, if it's not um, somehow Sean Strickland. Because uh, John Strickland's oh, ranked seventh, and he fought nice. a non-contender, so it's not like he deserves a title shot. But I would but nothing it. would be more entertaining be than so watching funny. Sean Strickland shoot the shit about the Chinese American. Uh, and imagine if he <laughs> won. Sonya. Oh, it'd be so funny. Oh my god. Oh, ESPN just, would be having a riot. Yeah, the, the um, internet would have a stroke. Yeah, definitely. But uh, Cameron Simon's gonna win that. Probably a knockout in the first second round. Honestly, uh, he's pretty dominant in that way. Uh, then light heavyweight, we got Vitor Petrino and Martian Procneo. Two really heavy strikers. I'm really excited for that fight. Uh, Vitor, in his last fight, brutalized the guy he fought. I don't even know the guy he fought because the guy's dead now. Uh, <laughs> he, he's got amazing striking, uh, really good kicks, um, overall just built like a monster. And uh, Procneo's got some of the best head kicks I've ever seen in my life, so... That's a, it'll be a good Sounds kickboxing match. There's yeah. no way it hits the ground. And if it does, it's Vitor with, like, a strangulation or something. Um, after that, we've got Jimmy Crew, Alonzo Menafield. Um, I believe you didn't see this fight. They fought once before, and it was actually a draw. Really? It was actually a draw That's due to either it was an eye poke or a groin shot. But um, they took a point, and it was, like, one of, like, I don't know how to describe it. I mean, I think, I don't know, it wasn't. It was a ten, they gave 10-8 rounds to one of the fighters. I think it was Alonzo Menafield. Mm -hmm. And then they gave the other two to Jimmy Crute. So it was, it was a majority draw. Wow. So two, two judges That's gave a draw. That's very rare. And one gave it to Alonzo Menafield, I believe. So since majority went draw, it was a draw, majority draw. Um, I think Jimmy Crute gets it done in this one. Alonzo Menafield's fight IQ is absolutely garbage. And at the very beginning of the fight when they fought, Alonzo Menafield caught Jimmy Crute. So I think that's the reason Jimmy Crute didn't really uh, push on the gas pedal. But Jimmy Crute's um, grappling is so much better than Alonzo Menafield. He's so much more advanced. I think Jimmy Crute immediately takes him down because he knows he's better. Now that he's fought him multiple times, uh, or, or at least once, uh, he's been in the cage within 15 minutes, I think Jimmy Crute gets it done. Probably rear naked choke or uh, ground and pound finish in the first second. But I'm excited to see that fight. It was a really good fight. Um, I think you, you'd like that one too. Um, then we have Yasmin Uruguay and Denise Gomez. Yasmin Uruguay is um, an undefeated, um, I think she's a flyweight. She's a strawweight, so lightest, lightest weight class. She's fast as shit. Uh, two UFC fights, both finishes. Um, okay. Really good on the feet, super entertaining. She was one of the best fights of the night when I watched her UFC, her UFC debut or second fight in UFC San Diego. Really entertaining woman fighter. I'm glad to That's see her on the very main card. Rare. I hope she's 10 yeah. and 0. 10 and 0. That's so. good. I mean, I haven't seen that many women fighters who are just great, just finishers. Yeah. So that. She's fast as shit. She's got crazy kicks and yeah. she's really intense. And she's good on the mic too. She's got some personality. So I'm excited to see her in there. Um, then we have Sean Brady, Jack Della Maddalena. 
This fight just got canceled. Really? Let me put that out there. Guess it's not canceled on here. Um, Kevin Holland, I think I mentioned this. Kevin Holland is offering. Um, he, he's fighting in UFC 21, and he's like, if we do a catch weight at 175, I'll fight him next week. So Kevin Holland's offering to fight Jack Dalmaina. You're going to freak do, the fuck out if do, that happens. I'm going to freak the fuck out, regardless. <laughs> Jack Dalmaina, Jack Della Maddalena is... That's a very interesting name. Yeah. He is one of the best boxers in the UFC by far. He pieces everyone up on the feet and is really good anti-wrestling. Mm-hmm. His, his striking is like second to none. It's crazy power and just amazing precision. Mm-hmm. He's built strong and he's Australian and he's and a savage. But I'd love to see him there with Kevin Holland. Um, there was someone else who offered to take the place too, but I hope it's Kevin Holland because that'll you be the most entertaining Kevin outcome. Holland. Yeah. yeah. And then because he'll fight then and then he'll fight three weeks later in another pay-per-view. So he's two main cards, main card spots. As pay-per-views, I mean... And you think Kevin Holland just destroys him if this happens? No. Really? Jack Delamadalena is one of the best fighters in this division. So, well, I mean, if he fights and he loses, doesn't that take away his ability to fight in 291? Or? No. If he's injured, yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing. Um, Jack Delamadalena is a savage. Um, I honestly think it's a pretty even fight. Kevin Holland's so much more rangy than him, though. I could see Kevin Holland piecing him up on the feet, maybe. But, um, I don't know. Della Maddalena's striking is so crisp. It's, it's some of the best boxing I've seen. I think it's better than Max Holloway's. I think he's either first or second for best striking I've ever seen. I think he's only had three sake, or four UFC fights. I feel like for your sake, I'd rather him not fight because it, it would mean that if he, he when loses. he fights in 291, like there's a just guaranteed he's like fully he's healed. ready to go. Yeah. And he's, it would be better if he was healed, but I would like to see this. If he gets it out done really early and then goes to UC91 and gets the finish okay, there. That would be cool. I would That makes seeing him out. win live ah. even. That just he, that he's the better. first ever fighter to be 5-0 in, in one year for the UFC. Really? Yeah. He did it about two years ago, and that's when he was like had a really big hype train behind him. He was just finishing, guys. I mean, he finished uh, Joaquin Buckley. You've seen Joaquin Buckley yeah. fight. Um, yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's a fun fucking fighter. The real BMF. Speaking of BMFs, we have uh, Robbie Lawler and Nico Price to finish out the prelims. I'm naming prelims right now, not main card, which is still crazy to me. Uh, Robbie Lawler, one of the he is, in my opinion, second best fight of all time between him and Rory McDonald. Their second fight. Uh, that's where uh, Rory McDonald got the nickname the Red King because he was just drenched in blood. <laughs> you know that fight with Elvis Elvis Brenner? Yeah. Yeah, that was, that's not blood. You've not seen blood. If you've seen, if you've seen Ro- Robbie, <laughs> Robbie Lawler. I was going to say, go. I was gonna say Robbie McDonald because I'm thinking of Rory McDonald. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but Robbie, Robbie Lawler. Lawler, well, there you go. Okay. If you see, if you've seen his fight with the other guy, I mean, they're just drenched in blood, and they, they do this face off right before the fight, the fifth round starts, and they're just covered and drenched. It's That's it's cool. a crazy fight. I mean, the 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 only one I think that had more blood than this recent one that we just saw with uh, Elvis was. Uh, that I forgot who it was. That one fight we had where one guy's face was just drenched in blood, and then he he got the other guy to the ground and just rubbed his face all over. Michael Chandler. Yeah, that. Yeah, oh, no, 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 no. Luke Rockhold. Luke Rockhold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and Paulo Costa. Yeah, that's what Paulo it was. Costa was covered in blood. And he was yeah, going that's like what this it was. It was Costa. On, on Rock Rockhold. That was so Rockhold funny. was like, Ugh. yeah, he just like while on the ground. <laughs> he, was he got pissed off. He got like frustrated. He went, just rubbed his face. Oh, that was funny. There, there was a time where Michael Chandler was fighting Dustin Poirier. And he blew a snot rocket into uh, Dustin Poirier's face. That would, that would, like a blood rocket. It that's was disgusting. Funny. That's pretty funny. But, but um, 
I mean, that rounds off the prelims. That's just fucking crazy to that me. Is, that's uh, then we have Bo Nickel, 4-0. Really? Only had four fights in MMA. And it, I think he's had only one UFC fight. But he's a huge prospect because he's an NCAA wrestler. Yeah, we watched him fight recently, right? Yeah, he fought not too long ago. Maybe like six, seven months ago. Um, really? Then he had an injury. He had an injury, so that's, that's why. Um, oh, okay. But he fought not too long ago. Uh, Bo Nickel's one of the best prospects. He's fighting Treshawn Gore, who has my favorite submission of all time. He is, I don't know if you've seen it. He has a submission where there's a guy and he grabs, he grabs a guillotine and the guy's trying to get out of it and he pulls it so fucking hard. His, his ass is on the ground here and his neck is up here and like going in between his legs and he's just ripping like this. I think you've showed me that. I think, and, I think, and when yeah. he lets go of the submission, his head like a fucking spring because it's so... It like knocked him out and he felt like that. Yeah. And it's... He that's let go when it was like watching a spring let go. Yeah. Because there was that much tension in his neck, it just launched him. That's crazy. I mean, Trayshawn Gore is a good talent, but he's not good on the feet. I, I see Bo Nickel just getting him to the ground and submitting him. I made first round again. Uh, same way as he did Jamie Pickett. So, um, Then we had Jalen Turner, Dan Hooker. Great fucking fight. Dan Hooker is one of the most entertaining lightweights of all time. Super rangy, but Jalen Turner is the tallest lightweight of all time. It's six three. He's a lightweight. Really? Six foot three. Jesus Christ. Yeah. They call what him the tarantula. Fuck? And in his last That's fight, right. I thought he won. It was a split decision lost. He's the guy who fought um Ah, the name escapes me. But um it was one of those fights we watched and we were like pretty close on who won that fight. And mm -hmm. uh he ended up getting a split decision loss. But um Jalen Turner is a savage and so is Dan Hooker. I can't wait. It's going to be a striking affair. There's no way it goes to the ground too long. But uh, I got Jalen Turner on that one. But I think Caitlin's going to say Dan Hooker because she, she, that was her favorite fighter for a while, Dan Hooker. Really? But Dan Hooker's been on the decline for a while. He won his most recent fight. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't see it going any other way, to be honest. Jalen Turner's really young. Dan Hooker's very battle-torn. Records are very different. Um, Sorry, I had to – I heard movement in the Or schizophrenic. <laughs> the trees are talking. Uh, Robert Whitaker, Drake is Duplessis. Just mentioned this one not too long ago. Whoever wins this fight probably fights Israel Adesanya for the title. Drake yeah. is from South Africa, and there's like a beef between him and Israel Adesanya because Israel Adesanya trains out of New Zealand. He doesn't train out of um, South Africa. Yeah. So, uh, or, or any Africa. And Israel Adesanya claims his belt from Africa. So, it's a I little bit... Chinese. Yeah, dude. Uh, Israel Asanya is a little bit wish-washy with what he wants. If he wants to represent America or New Zealand or Nigeria or China or whatever, dude. So it's, he's just it's, an everyman. He's definitely whatever appeases the fans the most. So uh, it is what it is. And uh, I see Robert Whitaker knocking him out because he has – okay, he has an Abyss um, gas tank. He's a what? An, an Abyss, Abyss gas tank. Really? The, the guy we just watched? Yeah. Yeah, he has that kind of gas tank. It's really bad. Dracus has one of the worst gas tanks in the UFC. I'm very surprised he's ranked this high. He's got good power. But I see Whitaker putting him out in the first and second, honestly, because Whitaker has some of the best striking I've ever seen. Hopefully a trilogy between him and Israel Adesanya. I would like to see it. But the Sean Strickland fight would be entertaining. So That would be, honestly, from what I can that's hear, ideal. Just, I think Strickland fighting Adesanya would be the funniest thing in the It'd world. It would be very fun. It would be so cool. It would be really funny, that, that press it, conference. And I, if he won, oh, <laughs> oh it would be so Good. So satisfying. That would be amazing. <laughs> Israel Adesanya would never be able to live that down. I know. <laughs> then we have Brandon Moreno, the first ever Mexican-born champion, versus Alexandre Brantoja. I'm surprised this fight isn't in Mexico, honestly, because those are two 
of the best flyweights on the planet, both Mexican. And uh, Brandon Moreno's been beat twice already by Alexander Brentoja, but Brentoja had some time off, so he didn't actually get to fight for the belt. And Brandon Moreno did, and Brandon Moreno's had the belt now. So he's already lost twice to Pantoja, and they're fighting again now. So it's actually been interesting if Brendan Moreno has evolved enough to actually beat Pantoja now, or if he's going to crumble for a third time against Pantoja. Because I don't know how you get him a fourth fight. Mm-hmm. Even Brendan Moreno is one of my favorite flyweights of all time, other than Demetrius Johnson. So if Brendan Moreno loses this fight, it's going to be really hard to argue that he can fight Pantoja for the belt again. So Brendan Moreno needs to state that he's the flyweight champion with this because he's only fought one guy for the last, I think, three years. Him and Davis and Figueroa had a quadrilogy, the first quadrilogy ever in the UFC. That's crazy. And he just finished off with a win. He uh, TKO'd him with um, he, he threw this punch out, and the knuckle landed in his eye. So Davison like, put his hand out because he couldn't see, and he got finished on the ground. Everyone was saying it was an eye poke, but it was his knuckle that went to his eye. So, yeah. Does that still count if, if you end up hitting like that? Absolutely. You're punching him. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, does it still count as an eye poke? No. No, okay. of course not. It, eye pokes Eye poke is always finger. Yeah. Okay. But it was a knuckle that went in. So okay. it, does, it doesn't mean anything. It just got punched really hard. Yeah. But it was an eye. So Interesting. Okay. It was just the location. Um, I want Brandon Mariner to win. I don't know if I see him winning. But it's a really close fight. I'm just excited to see it. I'm not going to make my pick just yet for it. I might really? change it on that one. It. It's a very, very, very close match. Because Brandon Moreno has evolved more than anyone I've seen in the UFC. But Pantelha is a fucking murderer. I think his nickname is murderer. Really? I think it's, it's something like that. But the main event, Yair Rodriguez. You saw him drop, finish Josh Emmett. Yep. Versus Alexander Volkanovsky. God, I'm excited. Who who beat Islam Makhachev? Let's be real. Oh. But um, wow. I don't know about that one, fight. but what are you talking about, brother? We we had this disagreement when it happened, and oh, Islam won. Yeah, Islam. I'm boring. Um, oh, I I lay on the ground and hug somebody. All I'll we'll say is I didn't know who Volk Volk was before ah. that fight. That was the first time I'd ever seen him, and I watched both of them. Now I I really do like Volk, and I hope he wins this time. But yeah. um. Volkanovski's entertaining. Yair's the most entertaining featherweight. Um, I I I want to say Volkanovski gets gets the win by decision, but Yair is so dangerous on the feet. He's so dangerous on the feet. He destroys everyone on the feet. I mean, he just destroyed Josh Emmett, and now he's got a title shot, and he has the um the interim belt, mm-hmm. so not undisputed. So this is for the um what do you call it? Uh, the combining of the belts. So whoever, whoever wins this gets the undisputed. Interesting, okay. So, I mean, interesting fights coming up. Yeah, no, I'm excited. That should be pretty fun. I'm, we'll put our we'll put our picks in the comments. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll put everything in there. And um, just as we as we did last time, I'm not going to talk to him about it. I mean, we've, I, we've talked about it a little bit. But, yeah, we're, we're going to definitely get our separate separate picks in just so you make sure. It's going to be one one after this. It's going to be one one. I'm gonna watch this one at Mike's, bro. Mike's might be fun with this one. I this event. Because it's pay-per-view, so I'm not paying for it. Ah, uh, that's fair. Dana White, lower your prices, bro. $80 for a pay-per-view? Did he, I didn't even know you upped it. I thought it was 70 still. <laughs> yeah, you thought it was 70 still. They just upped it again. That's and they're annoying. gonna up it again, I'm sure. It's gonna be $100 for a fucking pay-per-view. Yeah, we could yeah, do We could do it. You wanna spend a nice. whole shift on fucking a dumbass fucking fight? God, I hate that I mean, shit. Yeah, if, if. I just. I really hope that captured everything. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, 
If you guys ever get the chance, I highly recommend you go to Mike's Barbecue when you watch a fight. Oh, yeah. It was In the Escondido area, Done it a couple times, and yeah, it was, it was pretty good. It was very hype. Yeah. Very hype. So. Well, we'll see uh, you guys in the next one. Alrighty, sounds good. We'll Have see. Have a good one. <laughs> Have a good one.